0: Welcome to Podcast IRC, conversations with Indigenous scholars to advance understandings and gain new knowledge, hosted by the Indigenous Research Center at Salish Kootenai College. So yeah, that was uh, that was an old Salish love song by Jerome Vanderberg. I don't know if anybody knew uh, or know of Jerome Vanderberg, but uh, he was born in...
1: Yeah, he's a Valley Creek guy, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born in uh, 1890, Stevensville, Montana. And um, apparently he learned that song when he was just a young lad and um, recorded in 1950 by... Alan and Barbara, is it Miriam or Mariam? Mariam? Alan and Barbara, Miriam. Alan and Barbara, Miriam. Is
1: that part of the like that whole Department of Ethnology movement where they were recording a whole bunch of like music in the West?
0: Um, I'm I'm not sure. They were out of the University of Montana. They recorded hundreds of songs here. A lot, a lot of them that I haven't even. I haven't heard some of them yet. I have all the tapes and I just haven't listened to them all, but they recorded a massive amount of
1: So how many music. of them flute songs are left? Do people still know them or what's kind of, what's the status on, on, on them?
0: No, I, no nobody knows. I mean, this is it. What you're hearing here now is nobody uses them. Nobody probably knows them. Of course, n- there's not a lot of people who know how to make the, the flutes and the old the old way to do the, the right keys or the right scale. So kind of a, is it,
1: is it comparable to like other tribes, flutes and flute making, or did it, was it a unique style of making the flute and all that?
0: Man, I'm not, I'm not too sure. Not too sure. All I know is that, um, the, the measurements of the holes, you know, where to put the holes, you use your, you use the width of your finger. So the, the width of your finger determines the, the distance between the holes uh, for the first three holes, and then the second three holes. I think you do the width of two fingers, then you start again the width of a single finger. I don't know. Well, that's and you use the yeah, yeah, or is it the width of a hand? I can't remember. So each each individual's flute was, you know, uh, made according to their to their uh, their hand. It's kind of interesting.
1: So here, here's uh, maybe maybe you can answer this. Are we still talking about the song or no? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, were these flutes and flute songs typically associated with like love medicines? Yeah,
0: yeah, almost exclusively. Um, in particular by by the male.
1: Mm-hmm. Um.
0: And and a lot of them were as as things were back in those days. They were. The origin of them was the was the you know spirits. Usually, a, a bird, it's a spirit of some bird will will uh, show a person this song. I imagine that they did it when they were pretty young. You know, they would gain these uh, then this knowledge when they were pretty young,
1: trying to get wives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when i count.
2: listened to that song that was the first thing i thought is i thought that that sounded like a bird song and that's exactly what they're doing right now because it's springtime you hear all those male birds out there singing their love song sing their hearts out
1: yeah, yeah. it seems like among, among tribes in the in the rocky mountains like um <clears throat> this idea of courtship through song is more prevalent because it's really weird like Native men in the Rocky Mountains Seem to only express themselves A lot of times Like deeply emotional Like stuff Express themselves Like love War exploits Like through song Other than that You don't really like It's not real common I think to have like Sit down and talk about How you feel too much uh, Outside of like Smoking with the pipe Or Or maybe Maybe like um, Composing songs And stuff Right yeah Yeah
0: that's a I guess, and apparently, I guess you know the flute was was pretty much just the property of the man in the old days, and it was it was unheard of for a woman to be playing a flute or to possess a flute, and it kind of makes a lot of sense with just kind of how the the bird behavior is It's usually the male bird
2: mm-hmm. that's
0: trying to sing these tunes and attract in the the female, so I know there was some discussion by Alan. Miriam and his his wife about it being this male dominated kind of um, uh, an expression of male domination, but really it was more an emulation of really the origin of where I think anyway the origin of where these songs come from, where there there was it was a courtship typically done by the male. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that seems to be <clears throat> on par with. Most tribes in the Rockies and how they use flutes and and a lot of times if they're not birds they're associated with elk,
0: right? Oh. Right, yeah. That's an <clears throat> one mm-hmm. other instance of that is of the there's a story of a guy here getting a a song from an elk for for mating or not for mating but for you know the love the love song. The and love. Most of the most of the love songs. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> I was trying to do a Barry White thing? Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Not so, Betty yeah, White, so the... Barry White.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So there's also love songs that are that are sung, you know, with, vocally, you know, that, not with the flute too, and and either sex sings those, the the, the love songs that are just sung with the with the lips, <laughs> with the mouth, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Sing it
1: through your
0: lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Moving <on. laughs> Anyway, yeah. So let's uh
0: let's uh let let's let's uh, let's see who's all here, who's on the line here. Who do we got? Go ahead, let's uh let's get a little uh little intro, I guess, from Kami Kami if you're here.
3: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so I am Camille Dumontier. Um, hi, Camille. <laughs> hi. Um, I am a instructor at SKC. I have been for for some time, and so um, I am um, from St. Ignatius Mission. I've. Been, I was born and raised here, spent most of my life here. And so I'm kind of um, connected to the area um, just personally and through my teaching. Um, I don't know, what what was your idea of what we should?
0: That's it. You
3: got that, it. But it sounds okay. like you
0: said you were from the St. Ignatius Mission.
3: Yeah, Right. The Catholic Church, no, no. (laughs) Mention Crick would be a little more accurate, I suppose. Uh, Yeah, yeah, from the
1: rectory.
0: (laughs) Oh, that would (laughs) not from the rectory. Nope. Um, No, no. Karen,
2: your vocabulary is just on par today. It is.
0: (laughs) I'm on. All Um, right. Well, cool. Well, let's yeah, let's hear from uh, let's hear from Brenda then. Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> hello. Hi, hello. Hello, hi, friend. Hi. <laughs> hello, colleagues.
4: Uh, so Fancy. my name is Brenda Shepherd and um, I'm the administrative assistant for the IRC, um, born and raised here in the Flathead Reservation. And um, I'm a product of SKC, and it feels really good to be a part of the team.
0: Cool. Yes, yes, yes. Very good, yes, and very good to have you. Um, so let's hear from Aaron. What up? What do you do? What don't you do? Did he leave? Aaron. Aaron Bryn.
1: Yo. You're on. Hi, I'm Aaron Bryn. <laughs> that was a good hi. How are you guys? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, ju- I i i'm aaron i teach at the college and i'm just happy to be here with you fine folks <laughs> yes yes oh, we don't cool. i don't need to do a big long introduction no. i imagine throughout the podcast so oh, yeah um yeah yeah T- oh, talk yeah, way yeah. too much so
0: yeah no that that's good enough yeah no we don't need to do super formal and then uh me i'm shawndy pete i'm from arley montana here is it Shandine
1: or Shandon?
0: Well, you know, it depends on how well you uh, how well you know me. If you know me well, you can call me Shandon, although that's not the way you pronounce it. Shandine, <laughs> yes. Shandine Pete. Shandine. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Sean. Yes, sir. So, yes. So, we're all uh, members of the Indigenous Research Center, and we're just uh, taking a moment here to do our kickoff Podcast episode and discuss i guess just briefly about what what we've been doing what we're up to um yeah i don't you know i um I have a few questions just to kind of get you guys rolling first of all, we'll just kind of talk about who you were, but uh, um more importantly kind of um let's let's let people know what what you do for the center so cami what what do you do what do you do for us? <laughs>
3: Uh, I seem to derail conversations. Um, no, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I am tasked with, I suppose, is um, the education and, and training. So, thinking about how to tell people about what we're doing um, in a way that makes them understand that work and hopefully be able to use it. So, you know, um, developing the certificate, um, working towards some modules that we can use with the um, IRB um, community training as well, um, I kind of feel odd saying that like this is the stuff that I'm doing though, because it seems like we've all been working on that, like nothing that I'm describing is being done entirely or mostly by me. It seems like all of this is really collaborative
0: right yeah that's that's a good point, yeah, I think um we have some specific roles on paper, I think, but more mm-hmm. for the most part, I think we're all pitching in on everything. Um, and I think you have a very interesting perspective in particular about the, the communication of, of the products that we're trying to develop and how we can um, make that uh, communication a little more consumable by the audience in particular, the tribal communities And we'll probably have some future discussions about how we can achieve that, how we want to revolutionize and how we how we write research up and how we um, communicate our what we do with uh, Mm -hmm. to the community. I think that's pretty important.
3: For sure.
1: Cool. All right. Aaron, what do you do? I'm on paper I'm the research core team lead, right? Yeah, that's yeah. But I think in reality I'm I'm Robin. Robin. <laughs> <laughs> of Batman and Robin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Is any is anyone going to disagree with that assessment?
3: No. Uh, no, I've, I've never didn't. seen
0: you
1: in tights. <laughs> so uh while the day is young, <laughs> <done>, my friend. <laughs> um I I feel like I feel like my job on paper is to facilitate research and to guide research, but I think um it what I really do is <clears throat> I do that, but I also like I I feel like I'm a sound I try to be a sounding board. And then I also just try to like um I I don't know. I try to have some reality in the things we're thinking about, but I feel like I don't do a great job of that, but um but like Kami, I as well, I derail conversation most of the time.
0: Yeah, you know that uh that derailment I think is I think is it's, it's the most important part, I think, you know, because you know, for this podcast I scripted all this this these things that we should talk about or I felt we should talk about. But really in the end, the most interesting conversation is the derailed one, because that's really what's on our mind and what's important. So the railed conversation. Yeah, not so not so much. Uh, Brenda kind of described what she does, but I think um she has a unique perspective because, well, just like all of us, we're from Nerez. And I think that provides us with some really good insights on what we're trying to achieve. So Brenda, what, what, what's up? What do you do?
4: Well, while you guys are derailing conversations, I'm bringing it back in. <laughs> um, it feels good to be a part of the discussions and the conversations. Um, it's, uh, I do a lot of the paper processing while you guys do a lot of the brainstorming. So, um, it's a really good strength that we all have, uh, different perspectives and it brings us all together. And so it builds a really strong unit from the different, um, skill sets that we all have. So, um, things that I do is, Oh boy, what do I do? I'm nervous. You guys, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the
4: spot well, I But oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I guess, I just, so this, this will be the important thing is, I mean, you do some paperwork, you have some administrative duties, but really, what, what do you really do? What do you really feel like your contribution is?
4: Well, I really feel like my contribution to uh, the program is uh, my organizational skills. You know, I, my official role is the administrative assistant. So I'm here to administer, uh, to assist the minister, the director, the core researchers, our student interns, the visiting scholars. And, um, you know, I just coordinate and accommodate any needs that any of you guys might have. So. That's so, what I contribute. So,
0: this isn't a job interview.
4: I know. What do you do? Hurry,
1: Joke's not. But, just oh <laughs> it's not an well, interview. Yeah, you you do like everything.
4: I do. I don't yeah. want to I say that, that though. I don't want to say that yeah. though. I
1: mean, how many times Shondine and Kami, I have we had conversations and we're we're kind of like, um, in our minds, we're in like the academic dreamland. We're gonna like fix all of indigenous research and then and then brenda pops in and goes oh you guys can't do that
3: oh. Right. That's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> and then she puts yeah. us back into reality saying this is how the grant works this is the line item uh that you can go through and it's like oh yeah 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 okay yeah. and then we, yeah. we adjust we adjust to what what she does or how many times have we said someone said that and i can't remember and then brenda will say oh it was said at this on this thing at this time in my note, and it's like oh yeah that's why brenda's here so really um brenda's the director of the indigenous (laughs) reasons yeah 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 yeah, yeah. right i kind of feel
3: like we've been having these conversations and we go off and we follow this idea and we're really deep into it and then somehow she um kind of you know, extends an arm and leads us out of it to a place that is, like, practical. So that all these ideas, you know, all these big ideas that we were just lost in actually have some use. (laughs) We can do something with that. And, I mean, I think that's- No, I agree.
0: I agree. And that, that's was that was my thought exactly, because, you know, we, we, we've, we've gone through some master's training, you know, and we're all, think we're all high and mighty with our degrees and we get all academic. And I think Brenda kind of pulls us out of that and says, Hey man, this is the res, this is the res, man.
4: Oh, quit it.
0: <laughs> you can't be talking like that in Pishi. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah.
3: Yeah, just knock it <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that perspective, that that perspective, that practical perspective—I mean, we it all comes and goes with us, you know, as as we talk about various things. But I think it's uh, I think uh, your contribution in that way is pretty valuable. And just like just like Kami, who's always uh, concerned about the you know how we communicate and and just not worrying about certain things that I would worry about. I guess really really valuable it helps me to round out my own thinking and to kind of kick aside some some crazy thoughts I might have Kind of gives you a little tear forming. <laughs> Thinking of the old days. That's good. that's
1: good stuff, man. It is, ain't it?
0: Wait, you're that's Sunny D or that's
2: on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the Both. combo's
1: not hurting nothing, you know?
0: You get a little Sunny D splashing up in your eye. That'll make a tear well up. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stings the nostrils.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was that called? Odeon. Odeon. (laughs) It's made from real Panther bits.
0: (laughs) Bits of real (laughs) Panther. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So that's, you know, these love songs are, like I was saying, they're, they're gone which is pretty sad. Mm -hmm. And I I think, well, how the heck, what do you do to bring them back? And it, that takes a lot. And, And I think the hardest part about it is, you know, people don't, don't really understand the responsibility of, you know, taking care of something like that to us. If we don't really know, understand it, it just sounds like a cool tune. You're like, Oh yeah. You know, anybody can go learn how to, carve up a flute and you know play something that sounds interesting and cool but the those old timers didn't you know they, their belief the belief was you don't just go make up a song that's not that's not how it works it was always about what kind of power is behind that what kind of power is associated with uh, that particular song and really what's its purpose and that's just, just a small part of of that uh, whole dynamic of of uh, songs that uh, originate from that kind of spiritual realm and the, the immense and lifetime responsibility that, that comes with that is, and it's, uh, we can't even, we just barely fathom. We just, just, and we just get little, little pieces of what that might be <clears throat> and how powerful those things were at those times. Well,
1: and then course, I think uh, too, <clears throat> yeah. I think, um, those, the flute singing, these what they call love medicine or whatever is associated also too with how tribes view love, romance, uh, marriage, courtship, which is different than how modern natives because we've adopted kind of the euro form of romanticism and and so it, it would it's not just a question of bringing it back, but does it have a place anymore?
2: Hmm.
1: Because right, yeah. we've substituted it with the American version of, of um romance and courtship. I'll give you an example of kind of how Indian people see this. There's a story these old timers and Crow used to tell about um <clears throat> flowers. So this guy would always go and and um while well, they noticed on Memorial Day that these crow people would say all all the non and or all the white people are going. And putting flowers on graves. And that was kind of a weird thing. Because they were like. Wow. Well, when people die. We don't like bother them. We kind of stay away from those places. So they thought that in itself was kind of weird. But. Uh, some of these old men were kind of in the in the, in the hardware store. Or kind of the merc- mercantile kind of store. And they seen this, this uh, white guy come in there. And he bought flowers. And so. They asked him, what are, you, what are you doing with your flowers? And he said, well, it's Valentine's Day. I'm going to give them to my wife. And the guy the guy left and all these crowmen started laughing. And, and the store owner says, why are you laughing? And he says, because that guy must want his wife to die. <laughs> <laughs> and they're <were> like, <laughs> the guy's like, what? Because that's the only thing. They associated the flowers oh with dead yeah. people. So yeah. It's just this, the the tangible and the intangible and how people love each other. It's all very different idea yeah. among Native people. So that's why I say, yeah, it's one thing to say, can these flute songs come back, love medicines come back, but then what would we do with them now? We would have to completely replace the romantic idea of how we view um, uh, relationships and all that stuff today.
0: Right, I right, right. right. Yeah, it couldn't just come back in some is- isolation it can't, it can't be unsituated and how it
1: used to be. Yeah.
3: I mean, I, I understand what you guys are saying and I, I agree with it completely. I wonder though, like this idea about fixing things in time that these songs are, I mean, yes, these songs came out of a context that doesn't exist anymore. So if we bring them back, um we're, we're taking them from that world into this one and how all this stuff operates. But for anything to continue, that's what every generation always did. Cause like my generation isn't the same as my parents or my grandparents. And I don't think that it always was. We didn't have like long periods of time that were just sort of static and unchangeable. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe the thing is, what I'm thinking about with the song and the flute is that that's personal. Like a person is attached to that. And so if that song is going to continue, it doesn't stay with that person. It can't. It's going to go away. So for it to continue, something changes. Does that make any sense?
0: Yeah, you know, that's a, that does, you know, change. I, I I don't know. It's just being a, just being a human, you know, our our lives are so short. We, it's hard to, for me, it's hard to imagine these, imagine the time and in the past and how things may or may not have changed because all I know is just these little pieces of information that seem very static. And I sometimes forget to, To um, you know, attach the era in which these things have happened, and how that may have uh, been a a, you know that event may have caused this thing to happen in this particular way. And who's to say that can't happen again today? And sometimes I can get stuck in that thinking. And um, I'm a I'm a big fan of bringing things back, but I'm also a, a realist and think, yeah, well. What uh how how do we do that today? And mm-hmm. do we have to put a lot of effort into that or does it just happen naturally? That's kind of where I, I, I'm at.
2: Hmm.
1: But it's hard like to say, say work, what dude. what's natural, you know, and like what's what's um if we've removed ourselves from the natural environment which those things thrive, then in that sense it can never come back because we're not e- even in that thing anymore. I mean, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Who, who listens to the birds anymore?
2: I do. I (laughs) I I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, we do, we do. You're going to hear them on the (laughs) podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we we do, but I had a frequency in which our ancestors listened to them. This is part of their everyday chatter, you know, from morning to Mm -hmm. night. And we, we hear it, you know, that's not, not to deny we don't, but how, how, Do we just hear the sound or are we embracing something bigger that's coming from that sound? And and it's
1: it's not, it's, and it's real easy. Like any native music as a genre can be easy to like hold it as an island, but typically these songs are attached to something. Right. And so in this case, these flute tunes for one, they're attached to flutes, right? right? So the manner in which these songs are composed is a direct result of even how the flutes are made. The flutes themselves are a result of nature, right? And listening to nature, right. which is a result mm-hmm. of interaction between humans and nature. So like it's not just gonna be like, can these songs come back? If it's if that's just simply the question, then yeah, people can learn flute songs and play them. Yeah. But yeah, how how it's done. Yeah. it's more it's more or less like is it going to be the same that's a different i guess that's the the the, the question right
0: right 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 what 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 purpose are they going to represent yeah in, if they did come back in today's world because right now you know to, to 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 do any sort of courtship or i i don't know what the young people do in in today but in my day it was like you know the guy who has a nice car and you know, is a little bit popular and listens to a certain type of music. Well, that's the guy who's going to, you know, be the successful, uh, courtiers. Is, is that what you call it? The courtier, <laughs> the I court, a word. The
1: courtier. The,
0: but also the I don't
1: know. <laughs> anyway, there's, idea. there's something else that, uh, uh, native people have to compete with in this, in this genre is not only the American version of romance, but now native people, in western Montana and the Crow res, the flat head res, the everywhere has adopted the Cree round dance version of serenading mm. native women. Right. So to use Cree round dance style of singing as a form of romantic expression and courtship is it's super popular. And I'm guilty of it too, man. I love round dance songs. They're you know, they're awesome, they're good listening. But so now we're asking the question can the Salish flute and flute music be revived and utilized again? Well, first, it would have to not only replace the Euro American version of Romanticism, but also dethrone the Cree round dance style among non Cree people, yeah. which would be hard oh, to man. do. Anyone in that world, anyone in that round dance powwow world knows. Man, round dance is king in a lot of ways. Right? No, that's true. That's so true.
0: So I don't know, that's that seems to be that seems to be kind of the 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 kind of work we're trying to do is really balance what we think of as important in a certain time period fast forward it to now and say, "Well, is this how we're thinking. Is it realistic? Because we always envision, at least I do our ancestors as these people who had something that we, we are reaching for. Like I, we want that because it helped them mm-hmm. survive, you know, whatever the, the, the things they went through and we didn't have that. And in, in a way we, we long for that, <clears throat> but we, we probably don't long for not having shampoo and soap, you know, <laughs> Which they didn't have.
1: (laughs) But they also didn't eat They're they're not eating what we're eating to where our sweat and our body odor is. I mean, they didn't have to contend with Doritos and Sunny D D and. Gross. (laughs) yeah, you know? Gross. yeah. <laughs> Gross. i mean when yeah, you, yeah. the other day the yeah, other day yeah. my daughter my daughter and um and this is going to expose me as a parent a little bit but you know we're like any parent you let your kids snack once in a while my daughter like we look and she's eating cheetos and drinking fanta oh, and Lord. that that cool. combination to me was like Oh, that's horrible. Like it's gross and like take it away from her, you know? But it, it's like <laughs> a lot man, of yellow our, dye. <laughs> dude, our 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 ancestors didn't mess with any of that stuff, you know? Like that is horrible. And that's my fault. <laughs> I own up to that.
0: Yeah, so I, I guess in that <laughs> regard, you know, always always balancing that. And that's that just seems to be the the thing I I I don't like the most about. Some of the literature out there is—it's—it seems to be situated in an unrealistic time period. Maybe that's just my misunderstanding of it, but and it's, it's, un- it's so or- hard to
1: bring it. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say it seems that though the, the, the literature, the existing literature on the, on the on research, I guess as it relates to Indians, it seems as though as it comes from a place. And I brought this up a number of times of non-participants. And I find that the 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 perspective of participants in in, in what I mean is like in, in the culture that they're representing or whatever. And that can happen in various forms, right? But it seems though that that the the product is vastly different. And an example is is like when John was here for the colloquium, he he's not a researcher in the sense that we are our some of this but he is like this how he was coming up with his conclusions and especially in his efforts to learn different things is like that's pretty intense research in fact it kind of really exposes us in like the amount of effort we put into research because he's going on years years and years and years of of one thing like working towards the answer of one thing so and the outcome is different how it's interpreted is indif- is different but and I know Shondine, you've said this before but the intent his intent of the research was pretty different so and that seems to like never be like addressed or if it is it's always like in the cliff notes or it's always kind of like something cute to say you know right it's not the right, focal right. point i guess yeah yeah yeah. <clears throat> yeah what's the intent
0: yeah i think that's that's really important Intent. What, what what do you think, uh, Sarah?
2: Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about yeah, maybe relating to the point you're talking about with intent. Like, I feel like so much of today, what we're in is just about like survival mode and learning to adapt and trying to piece together or recall those traditions that we have, but recognizing today that it's it's hard to always give those the time and the honor that those respect or that those should have, I guess, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And going back to the point about like the love songs, things we're talking about, I mean, you just, there's like all these crazy things today, like Tinder or like, you know, snagging blankets (laughs) and like all these other things. Like, it's just so different. It's such a different world that we live in today. And I think it's just about like balancing and, and trying to be adaptive in these times.
0: Mhm. Yeah, for sure. Uh Camia, what what about you? What do you think?
2: Um
3: You know, I'm not entirely sure um exactly how to to think about all of these things. Um cuz there's certainly this this balance that we're talking about. Um and um I think that it's like I f- I feel like it's it's kind of this negotiation. We're navigating something. We we have this idea of of where we want to go and what we want to bring with us, but to make that happen, um, to figure out how to get there, how to get this stuff there, um, is really hard, and um, maybe. I guess to, to relate it to um, like my experience in, in teaching at SKC, like I've got this really nagging feeling that there's gotta be a better way to do this because pretty much I had to go somewhere else to get these things that would um, allow me to teach. So this knowledge and the degrees, right? Kind of go into the academic. And then what I'm supposed to do is bring that stuff back to SKC. And I don't know, like, does anybody want it there? Is it, is it useful? <laughs> is it practically useful? And so I kind of have that feeling like, Um, going from whether it's this academic context or, um, maybe it's a modern context and, and then trying to get this, like, that's the thing that you, um, that you're working with and anything else can be like added to that or something like that. And it just, it feels really weird to be, to be doing that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It brings up an issue. Yeah. Working tandemly together, huh? Like you've got these competing forces almost. Yeah. I mean, I guess that
3: certainly, um, we have all these influences from the academic world and the modern world and they're strong. There's no doubting that. And yeah, if we, if we, um, focus on something else, if we say that, um, Recovering um, things that were lost um, is the most important thing. Then only the academic stuff that helps us do that is going to be used. The rest of it, eh. you right. know. But an academic mm-hmm. isn't going to like that, you know. Like here, this is this is the way it goes. And and I say, eh, I don't really want it. <laughs> <laughs> that. I don't see how that's going to go over very well, but then trying to see what, what the other side of that is. How can we say that, all right, where are we at? Like right now, where are we at? At SKC, what are we doing? What's, um, what's our intent, like you're saying? And then just gathering the things that, that help us with that um would move us forward but i don't know and again there i derailed conversation not really about <laughs> songs anymore <laughs> sorry
2: <laughs> i thought it was in line with what we're talking about you're good
0: okay okay <laughs> yeah it's 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 this. so it's the stuff like what first of all what are the things that we're we're trying to grasp onto and mm-hmm. the challenge is we have very little of that. We don't. We don't have n- not a lot of knowledge of those things, and then so where that's the struggle, and just like these love songs, like w- there's maybe a handful or less of, particularly these flute songs. So a person could grab onto that and learn those, but what's the point? Because they're 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 not. They're, the purpose is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> especially if it's a married guy trying to learn them. Why are you trying to learn love songs,
3: dude? Yeah. <laughs> You're married. You're married, friend. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like I almost feel, feel like we need to make the place for these things first before yeah. we try and bring them back. Like there's some yeah. preparation.
2: <laughs> the place and the space and the time that's adequate and is – needed to do it the right way even
0: yeah it, it's like the it's like the argument well i don't know if it's an argument but it's this it's this debate about um the catholic hymns at funerals or or wakes you know and some young people or some people would say you know we got we don't need that no more cuz it, it was a, this is a bad these were people treated us badly we don't need those well that's cool and all and that's a respectful uh, thing to or an endeavor, but what are you going to replace it with? Because people are accustomed to that, especially our older people are accustomed to that way. So if we just throw it away, there's going to be a big void. And what's what's going to fill it? Well, who knows? And that's uh, I think that gives some merit to what you're talking about, about how do we make a platform for these things first Mm -hmm. and then start filling in that platform with these appropriate things that we can pull in from the past that really seem to work well. Aaron, what do you think? Or Brenda. Brenda, what do you think, Brenda?
4: Oh, boy. Um, well, being single and
2: middle-aged. <laughs> I, I want to <laughs> know some love songs. I want to know some love songs. We'll create the time and space. We'll, it's, uh, we'll create the time and
0: space. There's the place. That's it. We found a place for the love songs.
3: There's
4: a home. I'll <laughs> Oh, that's funny. You know, I think it all just comes back to family values, you know, in um, upbringing your children to have these customs, because I think that courting is not really alive anymore. You know, um, I don't feel like people do that kind of thing anymore. Um, and I, some people do, you know, it just kind of depends on how you were brought up, you know, and Whatnot. So I guess just listening to it and listening to the flute song, you know, I, I joke around with people like, oh, your flute song worked, you know, and I mean, the context is still kind of out there, but the application is very much lacking, you know, and so I really like um, Aaron's, <laughs> Aaron's, I liked Aaron's um, kind of comparison with uh, round dance songs, you know, I, I hear all sorts of round dances and uh, some of it's joking and some of it's know, hold on one second. Um shush. Um my kid. (laughs) She's like, like,
1: Shush, mommy's killing it.
4: Hey. Oh my god, God, it's weird. I'm all sitting in my bedroom talking about flute songs. Um (laughs) <laughs> Why
0: is that weird? I don't I just feel weird. Don't
4: feel weird. Um, you know, but round dance songs. You know, I I feel like they're just so dang catchy. You know, and I mean, shoot, if a guy really wants, I feel like that's the new way to court. Is oh, I'm gonna sing someone a round dance song, and I'm gonna put my own little my own little Shazam to it. You know, and um, so I, I kind of feel like that's the new. the the new way of doing things rather than the old way, you know? Um,
1: It's, it's, it's become that. And, and in defense of round dance singing, it's not solely for courtship and serenading, but it seems as though that that's all people they, they associate it with, you know, the, the, right. Yeah. From what I understand, the origins of the, that Cree style, it's really out of memorial, like, So a lot of these Mm -hmm. songs were about missing people, and like uh, being lonely, and so that morphs over time, right, into you miss your sweetheart or whatever, and then, but there's something about effort, right? And courtship is really like effort,
4: very much. Show it's
1: showing effort and the amount of courtship and to me these old time like even like the dance like round bustle style chicken dance crow style is all born out of the same thing of, of watching the sage grouse or, you know and that's what it was doing was was um mimicking uh, uh the times when the sage grouse was courting and so like it came down to like dancing singing um uh composing songs not just singing, but composing. And that's a lot of effort, you know, but it was all born in this, like, in the same context. It's born out. It's it's from the same mold. And it's weird how, like, Indians today, like, we, we adopt, like, I mean, we're, like, all over the place when it comes to that stuff. And actually, this is full circle to our research. Our research is following that same model. We're all over the place. Right. So if you think of research, like the research topic is this is this uh, partner that you're seeking and <laughs> your the way you do your research is the courtship and, and how you get there, man, it almost reflects it. It's like all over the place. We've adopted different tribes things and like we're not hmm. doing it the way, you know what I mean? And, and, right. and the outcome is just this dysfunctional as the lot of these dysfunctional relationships <laughs> born out of all that craziness, you know? Well, it's like, yeah, it has yeah the of course. Yeah. To be that.
4: yeah, definitely. Right. I, I, f- I feel like it's a, Now, a quote unquote hookup society, you know, is what it's transitioned into. And uh, I feel like this is turning into a Brenda like therapy session. I know. (laughs) know. I'm like, do you guys know (laughs) (laughs) you're all married up?
1: (laughs) She's looking, she's sitting out, sitting there looking outside her windows at Peachy, like, oh gosh.
0: Yeah, effort though—that's um, you know, I it it plays into this whole foundation that we're trying to really get a grasp on is the the you know the worldview, and I think this is one that's really really important is effort, effort, and then what's the intent of that effort?
4: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, the intent.
0: yeah. Because yeah, it wasn't just—I mean. Maybe it was to hook up. I don't know what these old old timers in the old days were, were up to, but I'm sure they were very much like us. I can't imagine them very very much different, you know, in, in some regards. But I think the, the values and the the uniformity of thought was was a little stronger. But, you know, in the well, end, it, I, they're just humans.
1: Those old timers, just like us, were not experts in romance, our partnership, right? But what they did have that we don't have is a society that allowed those things to function better. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. I was yeah, they'd interested. want to yeah. fix
4: it. Yeah, they want to fix things instead of just going and getting a new one. I guess is kind of one right. thing that I noticed.
0: Yeah, that's pretty well, I was interesting.
2: Mention today, now too, we don't really have our communities intact like they were historically. So we were constantly getting that feedback for. You know, mm-hmm. developing those songs, developing those courtship practices like now we are all scattered we're not all on the yeah. same reservation anymore so we don't really have that feedback loop going as much but that right. is what I you know and believing within our center like that's what we're striving to get is that feedback loop mm.
1: yeah mm-hmm. and oh, I, yeah. are you do you are you is that like reciprocity kind of reciprocal is that what you're talking about?
2: Yeah, kind of. And like getting, um, you know, responses back from our own community on um, things that are moral or things that are within the bounds of, you know, appropriate protocol or things like that.
1: Mm -hmm. And all the while having to accept though that cultural evolution does happen, things Mm -hmm. do change and evolve in Mm times. So it's doing all of this but at the same time we do have to accept that things some things do change right because some culture is born out of the environment well really all culture is but some of these practices are born out of an environment that that it create that these things can be created so if that environment is gone then how does that thing thrive so some native people and i've talked to a lot of older people that are cool with some of these changes because they said that doesn't exist anymore that thing where that that organism where that thing thrived doesn't exist anymore so really all we're going to do is kind of create an orphan out of a practice and that's mm-hmm. not good either you know
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's, da- that's dangerous it, yeah, it can be dangerous it
1: is it is yeah
0: yeah uh, at least spiritually speaking you know if you're if you're inviting something like that and you don't have the means to take care of it the way it needs to be you can really you can really hurt yourself. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Well, let's go on to topic three. What's one <laughs> highlighting moment in <to> the <laughs> research center? No, I'm getting <laughs> My script. Uh,
3: My script. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, this is good. I, I think, I think this is the, this is the, this is a good way to, to really get the conversation going is some of these songs are, you know, I, I think they highlight, a really important part of an understanding that should guide, <laughs> Are our, are our, uh, how we go about you know producing new knowledge, but even reviving old knowledge.
1: I mean, just how how yeah, cool ahead. would that be to have a, a a IRC sponsored research project on music, just on like tribal yeah. music mm-hmm. genres and understanding it, how these things function, and I don't see like researchers are even social scientists like ever take on the mantle of like trying to break down songs and understand them elite and and for sure from a tribal perspective like yeah that's and it's like there's so much information packed into song you know and how these songs are born could tell you a lot about a society and how it's interpreting the world around it just like the flute song is a is a direct reflection of a physical environment and it's like wow you examine the flute genre music or genre and and then the tools needed to understand that, man, you can break down quite a, quite a bit of cool things I would imagine. We just did, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never that,
0: even, yeah. I never even considered love or, you know, that compassion as part <coughs> of, I mean, I do consider it, but you know, as far as like a, an academic approach to to researching something, it's, it's pretty deep. And I think it, I think that we will find that same kind of thing in any sort of, uh, uh, discipline or, you know, a feeling or emotion or value that we look at. Songs are important, man. In the, and I don't, a lot of people don't understand in the olden days, you know, I always talk about the old days, but you know, these people, everybody sang, everybody knew how to sing, sing these songs. It was just like a, uh, critical form of communicating, and nowadays, you know, it's just the the popular round dancing powwow music. It's you know, all over the place.
1: Well, even even that understanding powwow music and like where those things are born out of, like the grass dance society, and the and how the Omaha's like kind of created this whole thing, and it moved throughout the West and moved to the Midwest from the the Ponca till the. The, the Pawnee and the Ojibwe down to the Kiowa, and then how it created like powwow, just that in itself. Nobody like you talk to the average Indian person, and they'll say, for for one nowadays they they don't listen to powwow music even even that. So the average person from fifteen to thirty five is probably a non powwow music listener. They're not going to know for sure that these things were born out of a war society that the Omaha and the Ponca created. You know,
0: right? Yeah.
1: We must way deeper. We, we must have been supposed to be talking about songs. This document I had right behind my computer that I had forgot was there is is actually like. Uh, Peter Novikov did all this stuff on Crow Tobacco songs, but of course it's uh-huh. in the appendix of the document. But it's pretty cool. Like he writes down the lyrics. Like he he takes lyrics. Like this song, song sixteen of, of um, what the, what he called the Robert Lowy recordings. He's this song uh-huh. says little chick prairie chicken. It, so he's the song says, "Little prairie chickens, your breasts are outward, a, a little put, so like a little like forward, and your hmm. tail is square." Hmm. Well, when is hmm. it? When is a prairie chicken's chest forward and his tail up in, in full kind of bloom? You know, well, that's the springtime, right? Time. right. Hmm. It's pretty cool. It is. I don't. I don't know why it I brought that up, but I'm just kind yeah, of. Yeah, I don't know either. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know either but I want to read that now. <laughs> I know it's like a, it's yeah. all these
1: songs, man. Yeah. You guys hear the shuffling of papers? I hear.
0: That,
1: that's <laughs> that's the sound of academics. That's shuffling again. Academic, the shuffling. <laughs>
0: the
4: <sound laughs> Making my
0: diploma act. sweat. <laughs> yeah.
4: Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, so this, so these songs. I think that would be an awesome sponsored IRC project. Is to address song, or at least the start of it. You know.
0: Yeah, I I think we should start it. We should sponsor it ourselves for us to do. I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> A lot of things to do. Anyway, I I mean we've been on for thirty seven minutes now. What in any closing thoughts? We can wrap this up and. I think we got some good ideas for the next, uh, the next round and we can toss those around and see what we come up with. But any, any closing thoughts, Sarah? She's still there. Any closing thoughts? Kami? Hmm.
3: Yeah, searching for a way to, like, wrap that all up and bring it together. Um, and, yeah, it's not it's not working. Um,
0: we can do a part two.
3: Yeah, exactly. Because there's, there's so much of this that I feel like if I start talking about it, it's just going to keep going off in this other direction rather than come back around with all of this yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, I better not because cool. I I keep. <laughs> nope, nope. I better not. Quiet now.
0: <laughs> okay, uh Brenda. Any anything? Any final thoughts? We we can continue this in another episode. But oh, Brenda lo-
1: looked like she went to go get her power cord.
4: Oh nope, I'm back. Oh, oh, Sarah said sorry. My audio freaked out. Oh no, uh, you know, just wrapping back around with it. I think that there's um. You know, one way to bring it back is to start educating people and <clears throat> find, finding a way to, to do that would be good, other than like open discussion, I guess. So. But,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. another
4: session would be good.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. yep, 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 <laughs> yep. Sarah, any closing thoughts? Is she there now?
4: Uh No, she says, sorry, my audio freaked out. So I'm not sure she's having technical difficulties again.
1: Yeah, okay. She's typing.
0: Is she? Oh yeah, I see that. I'm trying to speak, not coming through.
1: Well, I'm sure Sarah would agree.
0: Sarah agrees wholeheartedly with everything oh, we said. She say. typed.
1: She typed. She does agree. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sarah, yes, Sarah, yes. Sarah, type in. Type in. Would you like a round two of this discussion? Sarah is typing. Count, Count me, me in. in. Yes. What if we do
0: it in 10 minutes? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> okay. Um, Aaron, bring us home.
1: Well, I'm kind of, I think I'm in a similar position as Cammy, where I'm. I'm really afraid to get talking too much because for one, I talked way more than I should have during this thing, but. I guess what I would say is we didn't even address like um, our time at Indiana University where we went, visited the ATM, right? Right. And the right. things we we learned in those few minutes that we were, we spent there. Right. Now uh, again, imagine a research project where you're where you're dedicating full efforts, time, finances, mental space to that one topic. Man, I don't know if that's ever been done. Do you? Not that I know of. I mean, I, I mean, there's there's a couple people out
0: there doing that kind of research, but I don't, I don't, I haven't done a thorough uh, search of those. Uh, Eth-
1: museology seems to be kind of like this dying art. Yeah, yeah, and if you read through old
0: Merriam's book, you know it's it's. I don't know. It's it's not from an indigenous perspective. It's not from native perspective. It's oh
1: yeah. It never it never started. Never got got going. I feel like it's never got going. There's people who've dabbled in it, it, and what they are is usually like retired powwow singers who start to like investigate like more authentic forms of of music. Right. And in a lot of ways, you can say you and I are in that position, right? Right.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So I would say around yeah. two of this discussion to talk more about uh, the role of tribal music and how it can impact research.
0: Yeah. 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 Can yeah, I get so. a hand raise? I'm going to raise it? this little hand. <laughs> okay. It's like a little orange hand.
1: I suck it, that. Sarah, Brenda. <laughs> little orange Kami hand. Cami, mm-hmm. I just. Cami, oh. like, I. There, there it goes. Oh, oh there okay. we go. Oh, so okay. Sarah can right. hear us. She
0: can hear us, but we can't hear her. It sounds like.
1: Yeah, yeah. So she raised her hand. So that's it. Yes. Um. Yes. Sean, Sean Dean, if you want, it, that that's as good a closeout as you're gonna get. I know. Anywhere you in know. the podcast universe. I know. And I, <laughs> I, I dare you. I challenge you to find a better closeout than that. <laughs> okay. I will. I will. OK, all right, I'm done. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs>
0: Alrighty. so um we'll call that good there then I'm then I'm gonna play this little outro, but we don't have to listen to it, but that's what I was gonna play.
1: Peace out. See you guys. All right.
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode and to learn more, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at irc.skc. You can find us also on Facebook and YouTube by searching SKC Indigenous Research Center. You can also visit our website at irc.skc.edu. Don't forget to join us next time as we continue our discussions on Indigenous research, Indigenous research methodologies, and Indigenous worldviews.